welcome back to Earth's Mixtape. This is the podcast where we review the contents of the Voyager Golden Record. But this episode, we're doing something a little different. Besides the music and pictures we usually talk about, the producers of the Golden Record also included some sounds of Earth. And by sounds, we mean audio clips of things one might hear if you are listening to the Earth really hard. All in all, a 12-minute sound essay was encoded onto the record. Roby and I have promised Mike that we have not looked into what these sounds are and that we have not listened to them previously. So we're going to play a little game. Mike's going to play the sounds, and we are going to try and guess them. We'll maybe keep points? I don't know. Feel free to play along. Let's begin. So welcome to the Sounds of Earth special. I'm going to talk a little bit about what the Sounds of Earth are and what, how they came to be, and then we're going to launch into the game. As always, some of this information has come from Murmurs of Earth, and this section in Murmurs of Earth on the Sounds of Earth was written by Andrian, who was, one of the, who was the principal person, it seems, involved in putting the Sounds of Earth together. As Hannah said in the introduction, it's a 12-minute sound essay. It's a continuous stream of various bits of sound that they took from many sort of common sound libraries that were existing in the 70s and would go around and petition people to contribute sounds to the, to the golden record. She makes note even of being hit with this amazing bit of misogyny. She went to talk to a famous sound engineer, as she called him, who, quote, threw me out of his office shouting after me that NASA had some nerve sending a little girl to talk oh. to a big sound man like me. Oh, my God. So, you know, they got nothing from him, which is fine. Kind of sorry she didn't name him in the book, but that's what it is. They had meetings with the sound library people at the Library of Congress who would just cart out these amazingly old collections of things for them to choose from, including playing for Andrian and Tim Ferriss, the first field recording ever made during a battle. Oh, that's a pretty Civil cool. War? Uh, World War I battle in France, and it's a recording of an American soldier urging a mustard gas grenade launcher to fire. Yikes. Holy smokes. And that, that's that, dark. That, that, yeah, that hit them hard. You know, the no-bummer rule of the Golden Record said, like, there's no way this is going on. But that, that recording really knocked them back on their heels for a little while. Mm. Wow. Uh, so there'll be no, there's nothing like that on the record. And so we're now going to get into it. And unlike all of our other episodes, the sounds we're talking about are going to be included on this podcast. All of the sounds of Earth, the whole sound essay has been made public by NASA. You can listen to it right now on SoundCloud, where it was uploaded by NASA and probably several other people now by this point. Anyway, let's get on to the game. The 12-minute sound essay has been cut into 20 pieces by NASA. So what I'm going to do is play each piece, each of the 20 pieces for Hannah and Roby. They are going to write down what they think the sounds are. And then I am going to be the sole judge of who was correct or closest. And we will score this on a round-by-round -round basis. Are there any questions from the contestants? None from me. I think I get it. Okay. We are now going to move on to round one. Round one is going to be 37 seconds long, and I will preface this by saying I would like everyone to remember that these choices were not made by me. If you have complaints <laughs> about the things that oh. I chose to include, you can complain dread. to me, but that won't do you any good. <laughs> Here is the first clip. Okay, 
Do we have guesses? Ooh, what a corker. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I can start with the guessing. I don't. Okay, Roby, what's your guess? Uh, my guess is that it's some kind of heavy machinery whining. Okay. Hannah? Um, it sounds to me like an airplane taking off or flying by. Either that or the interior of an alien ship's engine room, <laughs> but it's probably not the latter. Okay, so I, I'm going to again preface this by saying I didn't choose these sounds. <laughs> what this is a recording of is the music of the spheres. Oh, what is that? So it's an old idea from Pythagoras that the motion of celestial objects, like oh, right, since right. motion causes sound, then the motion of celestial objects should cause a music. So what spheres is this the music of? The solar system. So okay. They, so they, they scale it down. They follow on from, apparently Kepler wrote a book on this. Yeah. And so this is a musical readout of Kepler's celestial motion and treaties oh. on what the, now. Is this the sound of Earth or is it music? Earth? This is not of Earth at Earth? all, though. Well, Earth is one of the spheres. But we're not listening to ourselves. And it's not a sound. Again, that, anyway, not yeah, my yeah. choice. However, uh, I think it's reasonable to discuss it, even though it's not your choice. Absolutely. And this, all of this was done on computer by composer Laura Spiegel, working with Yale professors John Rogers and Willie Ruff. They were all working at Bell Laboratories at the time. They put this together. The higher frequency you heard represents Mercury, as seen from Earth, and the lower frequencies were representing Jupiter, and all the others were in there as well. Wait, as seen from Earth? As seen from Earth. Heard from Earth. And all that clip corresponded to about 100 years of planetary motion. Holy crap. So are they expecting aliens, peoples to recognize this? Like, oh, this sounds like this planet I I passed by a few years ago. I think this was just something they found interesting to do. I think it is interesting, but I'm not sure of the relevance to putting it on this record. I see that point. Okay, and I apologize for asking this question, and I regret not asking it earlier when you said... Are there any questions, but are there going to be any other choices that are sounds that nobody on Earth has ever heard before? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, thanks. I think, this is, I think this, is the, this is a hard one to start off, yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing it mostly in order. I changed some order up later on just to, for right. reasons I'll get into. But I would say of those two guesses, Hannah was closest by mm. saying it could be a something that doesn't exist. <laughs> so yes. round, round one goes to Hannah. <laughs> Neatly done. We're now going to move on to the second clip. Here it comes. the second clip that was three things in sequence or three things overlaid i believe that was three things in sequence but they all sound close enough that i think you would have a hard time telling the difference does anybody have a guess about round two clip it sounds like a lot of waves like water waves crashing on the shore okay that is also what i have large waves i i specified that one of them sounded like a sandy shore and one of them sounded more like a rocky shore but oh interesting but anyway, very large waves. My guess was California. 
okay. like an ocean. You could also hear wind and some water bubbles at the end. I think. Okay, okay so yeah. I'll, I will say the, the bubbles at the end is leakage from the next clip. Oh, okay. So don't, don't take that alert. into account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the correct answer is that was a montage of vol- volcanoes, earthquakes, and thunder. Okay. None, uh, of, none of which yeah, are ocean waves. None of which are ocean waves. And the earthquake was from a 1971 earthquake in Australia, and it was recorded by Dr. David Simpson of Lamont Doherty Geological Laboratories. Do you know if that was the actual sound sound? Like, did he turn on a microphone during the earthquake and record it? I, or I, I, if I, this is an interpretation of I, a seismograph I, or I something? I have no answer to that. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from The Future Speaking. Just interrupting to say that when we recorded this special, we had not yet met David Simpson. It was only after recording this that David learned about our podcast and reached out to us. So if you'd like some answers to the questions Roby asks here about recording earthquakes, go back in our podcast feed and find our episode where we spend an hour interviewing David Simpson about his work as a geophysicist and how that work ended up being included on the Golden Record. And now, back to the show. Sorry. Um, and I don't know how to award the points in that one. Oh, give them to Hannah. She's the Oh, winner. I got no points. Those were all they wrong. Were, it was waves. No, it's not. Seismo- I, think that one, I think that one was... I, said, oh, I specified ocean waves, and you said it sounded like big waves crashing. On a shore, meaning... I, I'm, I'm, I'm the judge waves. here, and I'm, I'm just going to say that's a wash. Like, no like points. Like, you both guessed the same thing, and it, you're both wrong. Damn. Okay, so the, this is the third clip. The third clip runs six seconds. How many things are we listening for? Just one. Okay. And that's it. Take a second to come up with your guesses. <clears throat> you can go first, Roby. Well, it's bubbles. <laughs> can you guess this is what is bubbling? So, oh, it's, given that I'm like now, I'm trying to look into the psyche of the people who like that I've been studying, the way that they choose things, and I'm trying to think like what would they be interested in the bubbling of. So I'm guessing that it's bubbling in a laboratory context. It's like a vat of DNA bubbling. <laughs> or you know, like so, a, yeah. I was also thinking of the psyches <laughs> of the people who put this together and I remembered that they love scuba diving from their pictures. So um, my guess is that it's bubbles from a scuba diver. All right, those are both excellent guesses. The correct answer is these are mud pots. But. This is bubbling mud, <laughs> geological gurgling sounds. Okay, so that's at least a sound that Earth makes. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so was the previous one with the earthquakes. Possibly. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give that to Hannah, who at least suggested a natural bubbling. Sure. <laughs> bubbling DNA. I like bubbling DNA. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd see on the X-Files. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that rewatch going? Almost done season two. That's what you said last time. I know, but there's lots of episodes. (laughs) Moving on to sound number four. This is going to run one minute, 37 seconds. How many things? Three things. Three things. Here we go.
Okay. Like it's Hannah's turn to. What was sound for Hannah? Um, so this sounds like a storm to me. A lot of rain and thunder. Um, but at the end, it sounds like there's someone wading through a swamp water. All right. So I also picked up the rain and the thunder, and then at the end, I I heard waves. It just sounded to me like like waves slapping against a boat or something. Just uh, water waves. Okay. So the the official title of this track is "Wind, Rain, and Surf." So I think that goes to Roby, who heard the storm the and surf. the surf. Yeah. Congratulations, Roby. You're now on the board. Thank you. We're, <laughs> Thank we're you. Now, it only took four steps. It, it's now two to one. Moving on to sound number five. It's going to run 24 seconds, and you are going to listen for two things. Here we go. It's your turn to go first. What do you think it is? Uh, so I've got a big grin uh, because I have very fond memories. Like there's a there's a long boring story, but anyway, I, I go to a conference regularly, and there's it's next to the residence where the conference took place. There was a pond that was filled with frogs who would keep people awake all night with their loud calls. So this is a this sounded to me like like frogs and toads peepers. Spring spring calls of amphibians. Okay. Hannah, what did you write down? Um, it sounds to me like someone swinging a lightsaber while standing in a bubbling brook. Okay. Well, the correct answer is, and these are sounds from the CBS library, and this is titled Crickets and Frogs. Damn. So I think that definitely goes to Roby. <laughs> uh, and we are now tied two rounds apiece. Oh, boy. <laughs> Moving on to sound number six. You're listening for three things. And you're also going to continue to hear some crickets and frogs because there's some bleed through from the previous round. So listening for three things besides the bleed. Yep. Thank you. I think we can agree that is our most exciting one yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's round six. Uh, I think, Hannah, you go first. Um, okay, I, I heard some birds. I heard what sounded like monkeys, maybe howler monkeys or something. And then at the end, the big beast of some sort, maybe a gorilla. Okay, good guesses, good guesses. Roby, what do you have? Yeah, I also heard birds and yeah. then something that I decided was probably monkey sounds. Uh, or apes of some description, and then the the groaning, grunting, gurgling. I really, uh, I I was uh, I was excited by that one. I have no idea what it was. It could be. Uh, I, so anyway, I think the last one is a mammal. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But so, so, did, so did Hannah. That's right. Okay. And I she think, got more specific. Uh, so I don't think it's another ape. Okay. I think it's a it's something that walks on four legs. Um, okay. I, well, yeah, I'm, I, the answer is <laughs> birds. Yeah. So you both get that. What you both interpreted as something simian was in fact a hyena. Oh. A laughing hyena. Oh. And the final large beast was an elephant. Oh man, I had elephant written down and I crossed it out. Oh, okay. Well you get I think that I think that means we give it to Hannah. Because you, 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 you can though. totally see your piece of paper, you can though. See I can't the see listeners at home I, I, can't it, see yeah, it. And maybe we'll post these answer sheets on Instagram <laughs> when the episode goes I, up. I don't think we'll do that. Okay. That will spoil the game for the people at home. Oh, Plus, good. my handwriting isn't for public consumption at the moment. Uh, moving on to number seven. You're listening for one thing. Track seven is exactly seven seconds long. Here we go. Who goes first? I go first. And? It's chimps. Hannah? Yeah, uh, it's some sort of monkeys, which are not the same as chimps, actually. Okay, so what's... So I wrote down monkeys, so I'm going to okay. stick with monkeys, so I think Roby's so going to get it. So the answer is chimpanzee, right. and I think we give it to Roby for yeah. a more specific yep. answer. Uh, moving on to sound number eight. You are again listening for one thing. Uh, the actual track is 25 seconds long, but I will give you a hint that the thing you are listening for happens towards the end of the track. listening for wind. But we get some nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait for it. Okay, round number eight. Who goes first? It's got to be wolves. Okay. I, I agree it is wolves call. I think it's one wolf call. Well, yeah, yeah, one. one. Uh, but that okay. ups the dog count. That, yeah, so, oh, so dog watch. We're at eight now. Eight dogs. Uh, so the answer is they give is wild dog. Oh. Huh. Uh, but since you both guessed wolf, I think that's just going to be another push round so that nobody gets the points on that one. Moving on to number nine. Now, you are listening for, there are three things in the title. I am going to just say for the record, I can't hear the third thing they list, but if you hear it, great. <laughs> so, Thanks for the warning. Here we go. And not the wind. So we're never listening for wind. the end uh who goes first okay so it's me i think yep. yeah uh and i heard footsteps and a heartbeat and there was something else but so i'm, I'm gonna assume that it, it's like a biological sound and i'm gonna guess that it was somebody's stomach gurgling why not okay hmm. hannah what do you think? i also heard the footsteps and the heartbeat and then the last thing sounded like someone DJing to me. Okay. So congratulations on hearing the third thing. So you're both correct on footsteps and a heartbeat. The third thing they say is laughter. <laughs> oh. 
Now, so we can decide who, what did you say it was again? I said it was a stomach gurgling. Stomach gurgling or DJing, which would you, like, what's closer to Dude, laughter? Dude, you're, you're the judge, you okay, have to decide. I, I'm going to give that to Hannah, because I think <laughs> listening to a DJ is more laugh-inducing than having your stomach gurgle. <laughs> listening to somebody else's stomach gurgling. <laughs> True. All right. That's pretty creepy sounding laughter, though. That, that's... It's a very high pitched, or or it was just somebody going. <laughs> you know sure. the people who laugh sil- silently. Why would you record that? <laughs> so the next, we're now at round ten. Round ten is eight seconds long. You were listening for two things. Here we go. Uh, Hannah, I think you go first on this one. Uh, so I can hear a man speaking. I do not know what language he is speaking. Um, and then the sound of something snapping, maybe a stick, maybe a bone. Who okay. knows? Ruby? Uh, yeah, I heard the male voice, and then I decided that the second thing was the crack of a bat. Okay. Ooh. So the title of the bit is Fire and Speech. Oh, sticks breaking. Yeah, so I think Hannah oh, gets Hannah, yeah. I think Hannah gets those points. Uh, the speech is by Professor Richard Lee of the University of Toronto, and that is him giving the Kung greeting. That is oh, elsewhere, that's on, the elsewhere on the record. Yeah. Ah. So, uh, and that's the yeah, language of the Bushmen we saw in Picture Sixty Once Upon a Time. That's pretty cool. Uh, so that one goes to Hannah as well. We are now halfway through the Sounds of Earth, and we are currently at a 5-3 to three score in favor of Hannah. Yeah, it's not looking good. Okay. There are many rounds left. <laughs> so we're, we're halfway through. Does anybody have any comments to make so far? How do we feel about these uh, The quality's sounds? not that good. <laughs> no, and I looked for better quality. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if this is the actual fidelity on the oh, record. Oh, I, I would believe that. Yeah, this is worrying. Moving on to sound 11. Sound 11 runs 14 seconds, and you are listening for one thing. Uh, And this is a odd-numbered round, so I think, Roby, that means you go first. Well, how lucky am I today? What I'm looking at right now is a blank piece of paper. I did not write (laughs) anything down during those uh, seconds, Uh, so I'm just going to make stuff up while I'm talking. What I heard was a person dancing a little jig and uncorking a bottle. Okay. Mm. Uh, Well, you should write that on your sheet for posterity's sake. (laughs) Uh, Hannah, what do you have? Uh, it sounded to me like someone was hammering nails, maybe a carpenter building something, oh. or people building a house. Okay. Well, the correct answer is first tools. Oh. So what the actual Stone sound nipping? was was flint, flint hitting ah. pieces of rock, and that was actually done by Linda Saltzman Sagan. Oh, cool. For the for expressly for this recording, uh, I think that definitely goes to Hannah. Oh yeah, Ooh. hardcore. No. Good effort, though, Roby. I liked I liked the jig. <laughs> Now, moving on. Don't patronize. Yeah, that was really patronizing, Hannah. <laughs> there's, there's gracious winning, and then there's... Uh... That was not my intention. No, I like... I, I wish they had put some jigs on Stop this digging. record. Stop digging. We're now going to do sound number 12. It is only four seconds long, so listen carefully. Here we go. 
Okay, that's an even round, so Roby goes first. No, Hannah goes first. Oh, Hannah, Hannah goes, goes first. first. Last time. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a system. <laughs> and it failed me. <laughs> I'm a scientist, not a game show host. <laughs> well, I, um, it sounds like a dog to me. Uh, dog barking, but then again, so do most things, <laughs> so I could be wrong. Okay. I'm afraid I'm with Hannah on this one. I have written down dogs barking. Okay, so the answer is it's that it's a dog. Yeah. They give an adjective. Hungry dog. Okay. <laughs> they give an adjective. Well, so the last one, which you both thought was a wolf, they call oh, it wild, wild dog. dog. Oh, so domestic, this is a domestic dog, dog barking. Uh, well, you both kind of got it. It's tame dog. Uh, uh, so I think that one's a push. So our dog watch. Dog uh, watch. So if you want to choose between us, go ahead and up the dog watch number. But Hannah said one dog, and I said plural dogs. So you can distinguish between us on the basis that I cannot tell whether no, there's more I'm, than one I, dog. As judge, I'm, 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 I think it's a push. All right. Moving on now to sound 13. Sound 13 is 56 seconds long, and you're actually listening for four things. Ready? Here we go. Who goes first? Because I'm not guessing. Are you it's sure me. that was only four things? Yeah, I heard way more than four okay, things. So one of the things in there was birds, which we've already had. So that's not where that's not oh. one of the things I'm looking for. Okay. That's it, birds, you don't count. You only count <laughs> once. Uh, so uh, whoever goes first, tell me what your list of things are. I am whoever goes first. <laughs> My name is Roby. And that matters to me. Uh, so I heard sheep. Yes. I heard a bell, which at first I thought was a telephone, and then I thought, that's weird. Why would you have a telephone next to sheep? So then I decided that maybe it was like the kind of bell that like goats and sheep wear when they're being pushed along mountain roads. Yep. Um, and then I heard a saw and hammering, and it sounded really at the end like a two-stroke engine starting up, like a, like a tractor engine. Yep. Okay, oh. Hannah? Those make more sense than what I said. <laughs> so I also heard the sheep. Um, Instead of the bells, I thought it sounded like someone blacksmithing to me. Um, and then the sawing and some sort of construction going on there. And then the last one, a jackhammer. I don't know what that was. That was unexpected, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the correct answer is herding sheep. So you both get that. Ooh. Blacksmithing. Ooh, oh, Hannah what? is on fire. Sawing. Oh. And riveting. What is wow. riveting? Basically, kind of kind like... Of, it's like small-scale jackhammering. Like pneumatic hammering, like you would have with a jackhammer. <laughs> so I almost want to give Hannah two points for that, because I didn't <laughs> yeah. think there was any chance of blacksmithing being named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I had to listen to that three times before I figured out that the dinging noise was blacksmithing. Can uh, I can I ask what the sheep have to do with blacksmithing? Like it's a montage. It it's we're, uh, <laughs> we could have had more than four seconds of dogs We've barking moving to sheep because you know. But anyway, we've learned from previous experiences that apparently there's no meaning to the order of things on the record. Except that the people Except who made it that said that there is. Anyway, I think Hannah is amazing and yeah. she'll oh, definitely get all the points. And, and definitely, I do think you guys are making a mistake trying to get into the minds of the people who put this together because uh, that's... Because we might never escape and it would be awful. We'll start wearing turtlenecks. And I already do. Sometimes I do too, Hannah. I'm sorry. <laughs> We are now going to move on to Sound 14. Sound 14 runs 30 seconds. You are listening for two things. Here we go. Sound 14. Hannah, what's your guess? So it sounds like Morse code. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, I do not know Morse code, so I cannot decode it. Um, and then the second part sounded like a ship's horn or something like that coming from a large boat. Okay. Roby? Yeah, I, I also heard Morse code without being able to deduce what it means, and I heard a foghorn. Okay. Correct answer is Morse code and a ship. So I think Hannah gets that one for saying it was a ship's horn. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, do you know what the Morse code says? I, I do, and I know it was done by William R. Shope Jr. Is this the one that's Morse code in um, Latin? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. It's it's. Um, I do know what it means then. I've looked this up before. Oh, I thought it, it meant Morse code, like codus. No, de, it's a de, Latin phrase. Morse. It's a Latin phrase that, that was suggested by Carl Sagan. It was ad astra per aspera. From C to C? No. no. Through hardship to the stars. Yeah, to the stars with difficulties, it says. Uh, and Shope was a guy who worked at CBS Records who was also a ham radio operator. So he uh, typed that out for the recording. Cool. We're going now to sound 15. And I will say for listeners, we are doing these slightly out of order now for reasons I will explain to the contestants at the end. Here's sound 15. It runs one minute and four seconds, and you're listening for two-ish things. Thank you. 
was sound the 15. Heck? Uh, who goes first? Roby goes so, first. Uh, I heard the first sound sounded to me like an airplane. And if you want me to be more specific, which is always the, my problem that I keep losing with. But anyway, I'm going to be more specific and I'm going to say that it is exactly the sound effect that they use in the hunt for Red October for an airplane leaving an aircraft carrier. Okay, so a military jet. So, so thank you. A military jet. And then also we have the rocket launch, the sound of a uh, rocket launching at NASA. You have like your, the crowd is listening to the countdown over the tannoy oh. and then uh, <laughs> you hear the countdown and they're clapping and they're all excited. And then the sound of the launch overtakes all of the rest of the sound at the site. Okay. That's very specific. <laughs> I apologize. Hannah. That makes a lot of sense. My, mine's trash. <laughs> what do you, what do you got, Hannah? <laughs> well, I heard a man speaking, and I thought it was someone making a speech, and then the people yelling for people rioting about his speech. But that breaks our no-bummer rule. <laughs> so I don't think it's that. Um, and then I didn't know what that gobbly gargle was at the end, so I said a motorcycle. <laughs> Okay, well, Maybe these are the man all... zooming off after the people started rioting. He's escaping on his motorcycle. These are all good guesses. The correct answer is a F-111 flyby and the, a Saturn V liftoff, including the mission control conversations. So that is definitely a huge comeback win for Roby. Nice. One point! <laughs> and the, the rocket launch and the mission control environment was recorded by Alan Botto of Princeton. They didn't get a, just a NASA person to stand. Anyway, anyway, that's nice. I'm glad that Mr. <laughs> Princeton was able to. Moving on to sound number 16. This is 20 seconds long, and you are listening for one thing. sound 16. Hannah, what do you think that was? It sounds like a horse trotting along, um, probably pulling something. I think there's something trailing behind it. Like a a person, a baby? Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, No, like a cart. A horse pulling a cart. Roby, what do you have? I genuinely have written down horse pulling something. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you want to guess at the something before I go into the... uh... Uh, So to differentiate myself from Hannah... Baby. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that it's pulling, like it's a horse pulling a sled. So it's it's a horse pulling something without wheels as opposed to something like a cart that has wheels. The correct answer is horse and cart. So that goes to Hannah. I'm always glad when I specify. <laughs> we are now going to do sound 17. This runs 39 seconds and you're listening for three things. Here we go. Sound 17. Roby, what's your guess? Uh, my guess is that we started with a regular automobile car starting, and then we had, so we had a gasoline engine. 
and then we had like a diesel engine or a two-stroke, some kind of a truck engine. And then finally we had a more powerful engine. And at first I thought it was a motorbike, but at the end I decided it was probably a race car. Okay. Hannah? So all I heard was a car engine starting and a car accelerating. Okay. Well, the answer is the first one thing you heard was a tractor. Hmm. The second thing you heard was a bus. And the third thing you heard was a car. So I think I'm going to give that to Roby, who at least specified you know gasoline engine versus diesel engine. I assume yeah. a bus would have a diesel engine. So at the end of 17, we're well, we'll do the scores at the end. <laughs> uh, have we reached the place where we get to find out why the order gets mixed up yet? We can do one more. Okay. And then we'll talk about why I mixed up the order a little bit. Uh, the next one is sound 18. It runs 21 seconds. Here we go. Oh, how many things are we listening to? Oh, sorry. You're just listening for one thing. And I think it was a one straightforward thing. But... <laughs> oh, we'll be the judge of that. Yes. Hannah, what do you think that was? I oh, think... Oh, no, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it was a train. Ruby? I think it was a train passing at a level crossing. It was a train. So that's a tie. Uh, so the out of order, the last five sounds were all transportation. And I switched up the order a bit because they had them in basically chronological order. And I uh. thought that that would give hints as to what the next thing would be. So I rearranged them a little bit to remove that. Sneaky. Yeah. Unnecessarily <laughs> devious. This is already a hard enough game. I dude. was thinking too hard about it. I yeah. Bet. Yeah. Okay. So we got two sounds left or, you know, two clips left. Uh, we're sound 19 is 24 seconds long. You are listening for two things. And just as a warning, the first thing happens very quickly right at the beginning. Here we go. play the beginning again if you would like to hear the first quick sound again i would appreciate that you ready i don't have anything written down okay i have a guess hannah um, oh you got you got your it's you, ruby's you, turn to go first isn't but it but you got you you got you, you got your everything oh right yeah down. okay so ruby my guess is that the first one is a kiss and yes. the second one is a baby crying okay that those are my exact guesses as well okay correct answer is yes a kiss and the second thing was mother and child. Oh, it's true. She did talk. Yeah. So, but you both ignored her. And so <laughs> that, that. I wrote it down. Wait. I just didn't say it. You wrote it down? I wrote baby crying, mother consoling. Oh, well, then Hannah you wins. Write down what you, Sorry. What you write down, Hannah. Sorry. Um, so a few interesting things about this. I just this. saw the scores. Anyway, go on. A few interesting <laughs> things about this. Uh, when they told NASA they were going to include a kiss, NASA told them to, quote, keep it heterosexual. What? Uh, <clears throat> and so, wait, 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 wait. No, no. So now I'm completely distracted. Does NASA think that, that kisses sound different in... Okay. And, well, and, well, 
And who walks into NASA's office and says, I'm going to record a kiss. And somebody at NASA says, you're going to record a kiss? I'd like you to keep it heterosexual, please. Well, this is all problematic. I'm going to re- now I'm going to tell you about their first attempt at this, which was a CBS sound engineer or CBS employee, Jimmy Iovine, first tried to do this by uh, kissing or, as they describe it, sucking his own arm, <laughs> which I think is more autosexual than heterosexual. But they didn't like the sound that gave. Possibly because they watched him doing it, and it was not... Anyway. Let's send this clip of a man sucking his own <laughs> Okay, Hannah's gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Robbie and I are going to finish this episode. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. So I'm, I'm, what I'm imagining is Hannah waking up in a spaceship and just hearing the sound of somebody sucking their own arm <laughs> over and over indifferently. Maybe, maybe, maybe they start sucking their own shin, you know. But anyway, that wasn't the sound you heard. What you in fact heard was Tim Ferriss uh, kissing Anne on the cheek. The mother-child recordings were provided by Dr. Margaret Beloa, and Dr. Lee's men, who were both of MIT. That baby had a PhD? (laughs) From MIT. Uh, Okay, and now, the final sound. And uh, just as a warning, this is as a sound... It's not quite as bad as Music of the Spheres, but we're looking in this category. This is not a thing that if you were on Earth and listened really hard, you would ever hear. Here we go. Sound 20. Just one thing? Two things. Two things. first. And now, Hannah, are you using any previous knowledge, perhaps? Um, yeah, but, okay, so I know from previous... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Disc- don't, no, don't count that. Yeah, I have yeah, two gonna, other guesses of what they okay. actually sound like to me. What, is, what, what do you think it is, Hannah? So I know, I'll just say my real guess. Yep. Okay, so I won't use my previous knowledge. Um, it sounds like a cat purring, followed by opening of a bag of chips with people with someone crunching them as they eat them. Okay. That is exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> uh, Roby, what's your guess? Uh, what if I also have previous knowledge? Oh, well, go ahead. You could use the points. <laughs> Whoa. I believe I specified earlier, talk. Hannah, that you should not patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> going to help me, Hannah. I'm going to lose anyway. <laughs> Roby, what is your guess? You Feel free to use your past knowledge. I'm going to go have a strike now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, it's a pulsar and my guess, so one of them was definitely the sound of a pulsar. Uh, Which one? Oh, pff, that I couldn't tell you. Okay. 3C120. 
Wow. No, it's it's not. <laughs> I just it's it's not. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing I guessed, based on the fact that we were listening to a pulsar, the other thing I guessed would be solar flares. Okay. Uh, Hannah, do you want to give your previous knowledge so, guesses? I know that there are brainwaves on this episode oh. by Andrianne. Uh, I believe they're brainwaves of, while she thinks about falling in love with Carl Sagan. <laughs> Excuse me while I vomit. Okay, well, keep that vomit in because we're, we're going to talk about this just a little bit. So the correct answer, as labeled by NASA, is life signs and pulsar. And I'm going to talk about the pulsar first. Um, I'm going to just point out that's not a sound of Earth. A pulsar, which is apparently CP1133, which is 600 light years away. I got the C right. Uh, <laughs> Don't think I'm not impressed. <laughs> And that that was uh, that sound or that signal was recorded by uh, our old friend Drake and Amal Shakashiri of the NAIC, uh, and they make note that the regularity of pulsar signals was thought originally that to maybe be a sign of OSP outer space people life, which I could understand. Now the life signs, as Hannah correctly said, those were recording of Andrian's brainwaves. These were recorded by Dr. Julius Korean of NYU with the help of Timothy Ferris. So it was Dr. Korean's equipment and Ferris, you know, doing an audio translation of it. Anne meditated for an hour while her brain, heart, eyes, and muscles were recorded. And that all was compressed into a minute of audio. She quotes as saying, I made a sort of mental itinerary of the ideas and individuals of history whose memory I hoped to perpetuate. And with the exception of a couple of irrepressible facts of my own life, I managed to stick to it pretty well. And that's a quote taken right from Murmurs of Earth, where she doesn't talk about falling in love with Carl Sagan. <laughs> that was information that came out later. Provided by Mr. Sagan? <laughs> no, provided by her. Um, so this is from an article that's actually on NASA.gov in a story about Voyager 2. I think this was from a story from 2011. And I'm going to quote, the EEG was scheduled for June 3rd, 1977. So about two months before Voyager launch. Drian prepared a script to guide her thoughts, a mental itinerary of the ideas and individuals of history whose memory I hope to perpetuate. She could not prepare, however, for what happened two days before the scheduled recording. On June 1st, 1977, quote, Carl and I shared a wonderfully important phone call, uh, she recalls. Yeah, we, we don't have to hear more of this, do we? Without the aid of a date or even a romantic moment alone, the two had fallen in love during the mad rush to complete the golden record. Seriously, why do we have to hear this? For the record, he was married at the time. Yeah, Sagan divorced Linda in 1981, four years later. They fell... <clears throat> what? <clears throat> oh, nope, okay. nope, 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 no, 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 and... No. How messed up is it that the only brainwaves we send into space are that of someone falling in love with Carl Sagan? Like, everything we send into space all revolves around Carl Sagan. What gave him the right? So, the final score was... <laughs> Hannah wins. <laughs> Roby loses partly because she had to hear that story. <laughs> oh, that's so Roby dirty. Lo Roby loses the game and, and a little bit of her soul. <laughs> and, yeah... <laughs> That's not okay, folks. So that was uh, 10 to 5 with five push rounds. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to Earth's Mixtape. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes, and maybe we will read your name on a future episode. Reviews will help people find out about the podcast, and maybe tell your friends about us. Did we make a mistake or an omission? Heck yeah, we did. Let us know all about it on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Earth's Mixtape. Or email us at earthsmixtape at gmail.com. Earth's Mixtape is produced at St. Mary's University in beautiful Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada.